What is up, everybody? Corey here. Another episode of Fly Casual. Getting ready to get started. It's reviews. We got a couple of comics. We got a couple episodes of Rebels. And we got some rumors, which is always Mike's favorite. So make sure you stick around for another episode of Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Ground rules. Garrick, put your phone down. I'm not on my phone. Howie, quit drawing dirty pictures over top of the video feed. Hey, hey. hey, And Mike, keep it in your pants. Just saying. Uh, No promise. Those are the ground rules. You don't have to, Mike. No promise. The first rule of Fly Casual is... Don't tell people about it. Pants down. Probably, yeah, have your pants off during Fly Casual. Mm. Check. (laughs) Next. Done. Yeah, I, my pants unfortunately are on, but they're a nice airy pair of sweats. Oh, well, there they've you go. got this like sort of like this this thing up the side where the Corellian blood stripe would go. That's right. Sweat that pants actually, make everything better. You these, didn't earn that. These actually out, allow for quite a bit of airflow, which is not a okay. good thing in the winter. You're like, hey, well, these are nice and warm in the house, and you go outside and you're like, holy crap, everything's grew, you know, shrank three sizes this day. That's not good. No, from the cold air, I mean. No, you got me. Mm. Right? Shrinkage. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Fly Casual, episode number 77. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. Over there, riding his laptop in a in a, in a, in a jar full of scotch, is Mr. Michael J. Uh, just catching up on some Ewan McGregor news. Yeah. So. I always drink when I read about Ewan uh, McGregor. Yeah, you got to. That's, that's how I roll. Back mm-hmm. there, Master Control, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. What, what? Yep. It's a party. That's it. Yep. Any scotch? Uh, Mike's got some. Mike, Mike's, Mike's carrying the scotch load yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. As they reading say. about a Scotsman drinking some scotch. There you go. Oh man, I didn't even put that wow. together. Inception. Inception. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Mm. I already, I already have it right here. Oh, there you ah. go. There's my Coke. Also, uh, cross pond down a few, Mister Garrick, not Jay Hardy. And it's so cold. I can't wait till summer when How's, I get to oh, go geez. in the pool and use my. I, Star Wars pool toys. <laughs> yeah. The ones you die for. Mm, summer. Yeah. How much that, would that's you, what you do with them? We right? show up. How much would yes. you laugh if we showed up at your pool and we brandished some of those those hot, hot pool toys? <laughs> I would you would be my friend forever. Right. 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 It's, it's coming. Strap sweet. in. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Strap yeah, in. So or, to speak. Strap. I, I got it. Oh. I get it. Now. You see that? Yeah. See what I did? Before we tumble any further down this particular <laughs> hole, why don't we jump into some reviews? I got that one, too. <laughs> yeah. That was reviews. a good one, too, wasn't it? Yeah. So, guys, had a couple of comics come out again. Yeah. No. Yeah, there yeah. was. Just two. Just two comics again. Dialed back yeah. a little bit, man. That's all right. We can kind of yeah, keep a nice, to, even pace now, this, right? Uh, yeah, we don't have to rush through like 10 comics in a week because they're like, yeah. oh, oh, Secret crap. War is over. Here's all the comics. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool because we got a little bit of Obi, Obi-Wan and Anakin number two and, and uh, a little Vader 16 back in the uh, yeah. old Vader. Oh, new, yeah. And then uh, next week we got well, the Star Wars coming out, new uh, storyline and everything. So that'd be cool. So before we... Uh, Let's get to uh, Obi Wan and let's just jump right in. Obi Wan yeah. and Anakin, do it. Ready? Just jump right into them. Ready? Yep. And I'm ready. Not yet. 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 Oh, now. Now. 
Obi and Annie are still stuck on Hoth Light, looking down the barrels of a couple of blasters wielded by a brace of hotties. The two women make it adamant that they are open and wonder if the Jedi are the same. Now, I'm going to stop right here because uh, yeah, just a little dude, aside, dude, I think dude. this would be a perfect time for Lando to pop out of nowhere and be like, oh, 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 hello yes, there, did you say yes, open? <laughs> Allow well, me. <laughs> but unfortunately, that didn't happen in this comic. Oh. Yeah, but soon the Menage Quatre becomes a Menage Cinco after Kenobi lightsabers a blimp and the surviving clothes dude, which is never a good time, uh, those uh, closers. falls out and kind of lands in front of him after finding that they were all stranded now. Oh, Anakin no, MacGyver's the blimp back together and they and after that he flow walks back to the past. <laughs> back in time where he and Shivi Palps were clubbing down in the Undercity. Again, needed some Lando out here. Unfortunately, this issue ends without a single sighting of everyone's favorite comic book denizen. Oh, yeah, boo! So, boo. Do, so, uh, do is that the official term for a group of hotties? A brace of hotties? Yeah, a couple hotties. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. a murder. Of uh, no, it's not a murder yeah. of hotties. No, that's no. like three. Oh, I know it's not a school of hotties. No, I'm, I'm. I know that's the case. Not a school. So, a brace of hotties. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I got that off Lord of the Rings. Nice. Didn't know that. I think bunnies, hotties, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anyways. That I, was deep. <laughs> <laughs> so how was Obi-Wan and Anakin? I, you know what? Okay, the, there's a kind of a undercurrent here to this storyline. Uh, they have these, they're on this planet where they have the open and the close, and I guess they're warring for no apparent reason, that, or at least no one remembers why they're warring. Open just, the open are one group of people. Yeah, the close are another group of okay, people. Okay, that explains and, a lot more. To, and like, they like what's a close that drops out of a blimp? Yes, like yeah. someone just like drop a suitcase. They don't of like they don't like each other. Yeah, they, and, and nobody knows why they're just warring. They just always have been doing it. And I, and it kind of I don't know. It's not very subtle, but uh, Obi Wan's kind of like, well, this is dumb. Why are they even fighting? And then Anakin kind of brings up, is like, hey, it's kind of like the Jedi and the Sith. <gasps> Oh, it's analogous. My uh, mind has been open. I'm tripping balls. They're, they're almost the same in every way. Oh my! Yeah. Oh, which one's the open and which one's the close? You is can. It, is it further analogous for conservatives and liberals? Oh, Let's oh, get political up in this biatch. You can tell he's 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 starting on a Sith ways because that was kind of an absolute, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my brain! My brain can't take no mores. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that was kind of cool, you know, kind of illustrating. Hey, you know, this whole this whole th- situation we're in is kind of a, I guess, <laughs> s- similar situation of the Jedi and Sith or whatever. Yeah, can't it's, we all just get along? Yeah, it's really? kind of. And then we got the. Uh, we kept getting. We keep getting flashbacks in these comics to when you know a little bit earlier, I guess maybe right before they go on this mission where Anakin's kind of hanging out with, with Palpatine and they yeah. kind of go into the undercity and she's kind of like has connections down there. It's kind of interesting. And they go into this nightclub to do something. Does he like go into like completely different? You like, everybody's got that friend, right? Where like you think, you know him until you go someplace that you don't normally go. And he turns to like <laughs> into a completely different person. He's like, no, no, no. These are my people here. Yeah, and you're man. like, dude, this is you're. I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> Like Sheevy Palps, like walking in, like like slapping hands, high five, and everybody like, all right, all right, all right. You know <laughs> what I mean? Basically, yeah. I mean, he goes, they go to this seedy looking uh, bar or nightclub or something, and it's got this really big looking mean bouncer out front, and he and he, he kind of standing in front of the door, and sh- 
you know, Palpatine looks at him and the guy just kind of, you know, steps out of the way and bows to him. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, whoa, what's going on here? It'd been great if the guy didn't recognize him at first and Sheev had to step up. Like, come on, you know me. (laughs) Do you know who I am? Fool. But alas, that didn't happen. I'm really liking this series. I, I think the art is really good. Um, this, the art is a lot. Uh, it's got a, like a really high stark contrast to it, yeah, color wise, yeah, yeah. and and I like that. Yeah, I like it. It's it's very different, unique. The storyline's okay so far. I kind I like more the flashback story yeah, than the main story. I was just gonna say that I'm I'm with you on that one. The main story, I don't know. Hopefully they take it somewhere, but yeah, the flashbacks just getting a little bit, a little bit more of you know Anakin's backstory. And this this one was mm-hmm. a, it, you're right. It was a weird arc, you know where. Helps is basically like, hey, bring Anakin over. <laughs> He's like, what are we doing today? He kind of flips up the hood and next, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're walking around the under the underbelly. I'm You're like, not, hmm. not going to make me clean your pool nude again, are you, sir? <laughs> no, I got something so better. These uh, diving toys. It's, you love them. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to figure out. I mean, what exactly? I mean, is he going down there to look for trouble so he can just kick ass or? Yeah, I don't know, or make connections. I don't know what because they didn't really get into what he does down there. They kind of, they kind of left it at like a kind of a cliffhanger because they go into that bar and kind of go to the back, but you know, don't get to know what they're doing. I guess until next issue. Clearly, they're meeting up with Palpatine's dealer. Oh yeah, so they're gonna get hooked up with some spice. Yeah, Elon sleeps Baganos back there. Some Molly, some death sticks, (laughs) some death sticks, some Molly, some some lewds. gonna be it's gonna be a hot time tonight yeah. in the old palace oh, looks like yeah. ula's hanging out down there too man man why is every twilight gotta be ula with you mm. you are <laughs> Dude, you twilight tell me that's not ula you are hey. you are a xenophobe hey you tell Racist? me that's not ula that's purple ula ain't purple <laughs> <laughs> that's just the shadow from ula, the club well the hut ain't purple <laughs> fool well, ula's green well, i know my it, colors well sakura she ain't a purple either. She's blue. She's blue. Oh, they all look the ain't same. Ain't no purple Twi'leks. What? You know what did name. you say? <laughs> what? Racist? Serious? No. Xenophobist? Yeah. Xenophobist. <laughs> <laughs> what? A, how does that translate? I have no clue. You're a dude. homophobist, sir. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know what that. Do I study people who are anti? I don't understand what that means. Yeah, but anyway, before we get too off topic, too late. That was a good. I thought it was good ish. Looking forward to more, uh, more Annie and Obi. Should be good. We only got right? three more. They better wrap this up good. Yeah, I know, man. Better see what Pops up to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, moving on. Vader number sixteen also oh, came yeah. out. Vader sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, yeah. That's a big number for a Star Wars comic. It is. The for, I mean, one. I mean, for like a long time, like even into the Dark Horse days. It's like, isn't it time to reboot? Yeah. No, do? don't yeah, reboot. On, I love this. I love what they're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> time to reboot Vader. <laughs> now he's a purple Twi'lek. What are we? We're on like a, a third third storyline now? Kind yeah, of third, third arc? It's third. Yeah, kind of. Kind of goes back into something else. But let me get the review out here. Do it. The, All right. That, ready? Ready? Yeah. And hit it. Vader gets back in the swing of things, and by swing, I mean using the force, and by things, I mean whooping ass. Oh, no. Palpy's all pissed because he killed Calamar Grievous. He sends Vader back to the mining planet that he committed mass regicide on a few months ago. Upon arriving on the planet, Annie decides to engage in some aggressive negotiations with the local mining barons to bring order to the planet. Of course, the kind of negotiations that Vader is usually into involve 
you know, dumping a bunch of liquid hot magma on the whole mining complex. Mm. And I'm guessing Vader lost his copy of the OSHA handbook, or at least the MSDS sheets for magma. <laughs> Probably going to cause a union grievance is all I'm saying. Afterwards, Annie gets all his buds together from the super spectacular Bounty Hunter League B team and put a bounty on Dr. A. Looks like the good doctor has borrowed too much time. Nose. And it was oh. at an adjustable interest rate. And she got the loan, you know, before the whole subprime thing went down. And Vader is ready to repo. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a bad time. It was a bad yeah. time for everybody. Really. Shouldn't have done that. No. Bad Should have known better. Now she's upside down. And uh, yeah. it's, just, it's rough. It's horrible. Rough stuff. What do you guys think? Good. I I loved it. it. Vader continues to be my number one. Oh yeah. See this this uh this issue tied into the the Darth Vader annual that came out a little while ago. Yep. Where he it was just so supposed. I guess it was. I don't know if it was originally supposed to be a one shot, but he went onto a planet, basically killed the entire ruling party, and put one lady in charge. It was a family. Yeah, it was a. It was and like the, a but she he kept one of the sisters, like the lesser design, like the black sheep sister. Yeah, and then put her in as the puppet queen, I guess. Yeah, the yeah. queen that they could control. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess things started going down because the uh, the barons or whatever started saying, "Hey, no, we're not going to you know pay homage to you or whatever." And then this is a, this is like a mining world. They supply um, a lot of materials for the war effort. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It was it was uh, funny because Palp sends him uh, Vader with uh, the a couple of those you know I don't know what they're called the like hybrid Jedi type people. Yeah, he hooks them back up with. with <laughs> remember the remember the Battlestar Galactica guy that downloads his consciousness. Oh, yeah, right, Silo, right. Silo, yeah. Silo four, five, six, yeah, out, whatever uh, he is now. Model yeah. model six. He's back. <laughs> It was funny. They had a a pretty funny moment where like we won't we won't be as easily tricked as that other you know the calamari guy. And he's like Vader's like yeah we'll see. <laughs> That's all he says and just walks away. Nice. Like yeah. Speaking of good. the calamari guy, the panels at the beginning. He's he's oh, in yeah. he's in Palpatine's office His and name he's standing is there. And uh, he's uh, you bring me tribute, Vader. And he and then he. Uh, there's like a box sitting next to him and he opens the box and yeah, the cal- calamari guy just kind of falls out. <laughs> yeah, his dead body <laughs> just crumpled like, pile of rice. <laughs> it's all like seafood smelling. <laughs> yeah, it smelled, like, it smelled like a bunch of old shrimp. Never never cook fish at work. No. no. Don't that's do it. Like, no. uh, that's against the social contract, guys. Yes. I know if, if you mean that, I know someone that I would like to have you speak with <laughs> Okay, who, who abuses our, our microwave. Oh, man. You, 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 can't, come, you can't come back from that. Don't, the microwave can't. Don't bring salmon leftovers no, to work to no. reheat oh, the microwave. That's terrible. That's disgusting. It's I, terrible. It's it, terrible. Every, every time it happens, I I do a little gagging. A little <laughs> oh, bit of gagging. Nasty. Yeah. yeah. So well, I've got to catch Vader. up on the Vader. I've been doing, I've been catching up on, yes. on uh, oh, Kanan slowly. If you were going to uh, catch up on anything, catch up on Vader. Yeah. I've not even... I've almost been too intimidated to really dive into the Vader series, but I'm oh, going man. to. You'll love it. I'm sure. The, the art is just like, not just good for this run, just or for this type of comic book. It's good for any comic book. I mean, wow. art is just off the charts. That's great. Awesome. And it hasn't, it hasn't died down at all. It hasn't got worse or lazy or anything. They're still, no. still going at it. Yeah. I think every, I mean, I think I was a little, the only thing I've been weirded out about is these, these, um, well, the silo guy and his little hybrid Sith, the all all the little thematic bad guys yeah, they keep throwing into it. Right. Yeah. That's the part that and throughout they, the reviews they, makes me roll my they've eyes. They've kind of they've kind of <clears throat> reeled that back in a little bit. Excuse me. 
Yeah. So that they've they've kind of been very sparse with them. They're they're only throwing onesies at you instead of like <laughs> a whole room of them now. But, but seriously, but even onesies like all right. The- now it's a bounty hunter, but his lungs are on the outside of his body. <laughs> well, uh, it's funny you should mention bounty hunter because black crustaceans <laughs> also at the end of this issue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Black crustacean. Uh, I right. think it's the. They're really pushing him. Yeah, I was gonna say the comic writer's favorite. I guess not. Yeah, mine. they also had the uh, the bounty hunter from the Lando uh, run in the this bounty hunter group that Vader's hiring. Oh, really? So I, thought, I guess I, was... I didn't. Oh, Looks like, like you know, realize. there's seven bounty hunters in. Really, John, we need a new idea from you. you got anything other than a bounty hunter? Um, she is there, isn't she? Uh, yeah. How they about have the mini Mandalorian guy yeah. back there? <laughs> how about a mercenary who wears black armor? Well, does it look like Mandalorian armor? A little bit like Mandalorian armor. Okay, we're sold. Let's do it. Let's a mercenary in pseudo Mandalorian armor. We just printed a comic book just like that. <laughs> That's the stuff that worries me. I don't want to see just like bad guy number three, bad guy number four. Let's just keep setting them up and knocking them down, you know? Yeah. Well, it's good. I guess if they're going to keep using bounty hunters, they keep using the same ones that they've invented for That's the comic true. series. If they throw a new one at you that you have to readjust to every single time. Yeah. At least they stick old. to them. But poor Afra, They ask, know, do you man. want her and dead she's... or alive? Yeah. Basically at the end, they're like, do you want her dead or alive? And Vader's like, eh, whatever. It is of no matter to me. Yeah, it's no matter to me. So, wanted <laughs> of no matter to me. Yeah, so so great issue. Can look forward to reading some more. Going to see how Vader's going to off all the rest of his competition. Excellent. So excellent. Great. That means it's time to talk about some rebels. <laughs> yeah, buddy boy. Yeah. Oh, man, we had a couple really good episodes this week. Yeah, you know, I liked uh, Legends of Lasat, but The Call, really, really, I enjoy. I like both of them. Well, let's get uh, Legends of Lasat real quick. I will say it was simultaneously one of the greatest episodes I've seen and one of the most disappointing episodes I've seen. (laughs) Please do tell. I think I agree with you. Okay, so everyone was tweaking out about the whole uh, flying into the maw type or the, you know, at the end, that music that was playing. And it gave me goosebumps. Mike, have you not seen it, right? You're you're off the Rebels train because of them making an artificial third season. I have to find a different way to watch now, and I have not done that yet. I'm three episodes down. So, you know, they they created a... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, they created a whole, a brand new original music piece for a part in the show. Yeah. And it, really? and people are just going nuts because it, it's a great piece of music. Yeah. Wow. It, it's, it's incredible. And just the whole, all the colors and stuff going on was incredible. And it's literally like a cluster of like uh black holes and, and things like that. It, that is reminiscent. That of, you guys are calling the mall that they don't necessarily. No, no, no. They don't call it the mall at <laughs> okay. all, but it, so, it's very similar in concept. Thank you, Dave Filoni. Yes. Thank you. Something, something throw us a bone. So here's here's my here's my beef with it. They the whole the whole uh, episode they're trying to get to Lasal or Lasat. Oh, what was Lass- the name of the planet? Lassat. 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 No, Lassat is, there, is that the one they're from? That's the one they're from. They're but they're, from it's Lassat. Like, yeah, I don't remember the name of the new planet. Well, they're trying to get to this planet and it's hidden and no, like basically nobody knows where it's at. And because they they have a prophecy, you know. Okay, uh, Zeb is from Lasat, right? And all of his people were killed off pretty much. But they find a couple of them. And these people are like cray cray, like religious. We got to find the prophetic planet, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, ah, you're all crazy. Bye. Well, my grumbly bra. <laughs> and anyway, 
Uh, and and what it comes out is, you know, they really believe that there's this prophesized home for their spe- what's left of their species, and he doesn't believe any of that bullcrap. But then as it unfolds, it's trying to figure out if if what's actually his place in this prophecy, yeah, and stuff like that. The plan was it, called Lyrison. That's what it was. I looked it up. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Internet is good. Yeah, but yeah, it it. it it's nice because the arc isn't just like okay, this is how their manifest their their species manifestation of the force is kind of like a thing religiously for them, but also there it's not one prophecy; it's a prophecy that applies theoretically universally, universally to everyone in their species, which is something that unravels as the episode goes on. Where Zeb learns it's not just this thing that's going to happen once; it's this thing that could happen a hundred thousand times to anyone left to find their way to this place, this, this promised land MacGuffin yeah. thing. And he had his sweet bow rifle that, uh, unlocked, I guess, and did some cool stuff. Yeah. And we've seen him use his, his rifle as a staff before. Yeah. But he, but this, yeah, it did more. Used it like the ancients. Yeah. But, um, it, it took on its final form. Ah, and, <laughs> and then he stabbed yeah. it into the control panel of the ghost and it, and it, uh, it flew it. Yeah, it gave uh, him some sort of protection against the gravitational wells of the whatevers. Yeah. Okay. Callus sent yeah. TIE fighters in after him. They get ripped up by everything. Yeah, they just get shredded. They just get, like, yeah, shredded. But although ghosts getting kicked around pretty hard, they are protected by, like, this, this whatever he's shooting into the console is, like, rippling all over the ship. And it was very mystical, like, techno-mysticism, mm-hmm. the kind of stuff that... Star Wars doesn't usually get too heavily involved in, especially outside of the old Legends EU. Oh, yeah. But it really felt like it had a proper place in this episode. Yeah, it was very well done, yeah. I will say. And, of course, we have Hondo back in the beginning. Hondo! He's the one I, gotta, I love Hondo. I, don't <laughs> yeah, I, don't care. I like Hondo. Fan favorite Hondo. Hondo yeah. is great because he's always looking out for Hondo, but still manages to make <laughs> it a good got, thing in the last say, second. He's got this, this little tinge of... He's of like a, a conscience in there. It's not. It's kind of. Like, not kind of. Kind of not. It's like he totally sells them out, not because he had to, but because he had the opportunity to. But even then, turns around, he's like, "I sold you out, sure, but I told you that I sold you out, <laughs> so we're good." I'm Hondo. Right? What? He's like chaotic neutral. I yeah, guess, right? exactly. <laughs> neutral. If you can't nice. define a character, put it in D and D terms. That's, That's right. how you do it. So, but so, yeah. yeah. My biggest, okay, my biggest, the, all of this was good. The plot line was good. My biggest problem was they spent too much time at the beginning, you know, doing this whole fight shootout with the stormtroopers. And we didn't even get to see Zeb land on the planet to see what it was like. Yeah. It's like all this buildup and you're like, oh. Yeah, they spent, you're right. They spent a lot uh, of time on the, on the first part of the episode. And then when they finally get to this planet and the three of them take, uh, take the uh what's you don't the- even see them leave they're just sitting there like oh i wonder when they're gonna come back yeah oh, there they are yep and zeb and pops zeb- back up and they're like what's it like down there they're gonna be able to make a live he's like there's tons of us down there this is where we originally came from apparently okay even though that is not how rebels ends in our hearts in our hearts in my head in our hearts every star wars thing ends with Every time I ever role play, that's how I signaled that I was done for the night. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 you're right. They really kind of threw the the denouement under the bus. Yeah, because I, I, what I really would love to have seen is that you know Zeb stepping off the the ghost or phantom or whatever they decide to land on the planet, 
and just walking out and just a bunch of Lasat coming to greet him. I think that would have been a perfect ending instead of them just, oh, here we are. But like they'd have to be backlit blindingly like the aliens in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And he has to cover his eyes and they adjust and, oh, those are my peeps, yo. (laughs) 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 Anyhow. Yeah. uh, Overall, it's a good episode. Overall, yeah. It was good. And And it brought, like I said, it brought that kind of like pseudo techno mysticism. And gave it a spot because in the force you have techno and you have mysticism. You have the force and you have people what shoot each other with blasters and they stay relatively separate most of the time. So to take this completely different arc and mash them together was kind of cool. Unless you're uh, those people in the Vader comic who are both too. Also. Shut up about the shut up. <laughs> you sh- shut up, Garrick. I'm sorry. Hey, man, what happened in the true. next episode of Rebels? Yeah. The next episode. The call. <gasps> I'm not even going to number these episodes, by the way. No, screw them. Thank screw you. them. Two, <laughs> fifteen, three, A, B, nine, or twelve. Oh God. Yeah. The call. So uh, this episode was pretty awesome, in yeah. my opinion. Why was it so good? It was. It, oh, I can't was, tell you why. It was the best thing I've ever seen that included space whales in it. That's true. My favorite oh. space whales thing ever. And I'm including oh, Star this Trek is not Lore a, for I your was say, This is not a Star Trek episode. Is oh, it? but <laughs> it, at the very beginning, you are feeling you are feeling Voyage Home all over you <laughs> because they're flying along in the Ghost and 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 Ezra's like, "Hey, you guys hear that?" They're like, "What are you talking about? We don't hear anything." It's like I totally hear, and you're hearing. Oh my gosh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, we gotta go back in time yeah. and save San Francisco. But uh I yeah. cling on bird of prey somewhere. That's right. Ain't no enterprise till the end. That's right. But I don't know anything about Star Trek. No, what's that? That's dumb. That's a dumb thing. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So they uh they got trying to get fuel for their uh their ship and the rest of the uh the rest of the uh, fleet because they're out of fuel and that's kind of a I thought at first I'm like ah oh, it's gonna be a bottle episode yeah that's what it seemed like <laughs> yeah because they're they're like all their systems are shut down on minimum like the even the door to the cockpit can't open and close properly they're all freezing to death because yeah. there's no heat yeah they've got everything just and you're just like oh great here we are everybody's gonna just get in arguments throughout the whole episode <laughs> yeah and Kanan was kind of being a little bitch the whole episode. <laughs> what the- Dick. I'm like, what's wrong with you, man? He was like, hey, Hera, Hera you kind of suck. Hera, Hera's a cool chick, and she's hot, man. You, yeah. got, you can't act like uh-huh. that. Twi'lek, who's also one of the best pilots around, come on. It's almost like he's jealous with all the attention she's been getting lately. Oh, you think you're so perfect, little Miss Commander of the fleet? <laughs> oh, you think you're so good? You suck. Yeah. Part of me wants uh, makes. Uh, part of me thought they they did that just so you like during the course of the episode you could see the juxtaposition between him and Ezra to make Ezra look that much more wise because Kanan's like, oh look at me. So almost like their roles were reversed for this episode. Yeah. I think it also though practically served the purpose to show that in those circumstances where everything is very technically on the line, like the fuel source and the situation that they're in, that even Hera starts to get a little unreasonable and kind of go not go to pieces, but you know, her she was getting graded pretty hard like she was she was at the point where she was like ready to just say okay shut up everybody i'm in charge yeah because that's what she's had to do so much lately but in this case this is a very force intensive episode and so kanan was kind of picking at her because kanan's like i feel like everything's gonna be okay and she's like (laughs) everything's not okay you know and he's like eh what's it to you yeah so anyhow get attacked by a bunch of space whales space whales 
space whale squid things, uh, whale to pusses, <laughs> whale to pusses, whale to pusses, yeah. classic whale squids. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of cool. They they come across a little mining asteroid that has a bunch of uh, fuel on it, and they see the the space whale pusses squids <laughs> eating all the fuel stuff. Like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. This kind of then it turns into kind of a heist episode. They yeah. Try to heist the fuel. That was kind of cool, I guess. But I think overall, my favorite parts were, you know, all during this, Ezra's like, man, we can't kill these, you know, they're sentient beings. Let's just, you know, roll with them, be cool with them. And he kind of connects with them and they end up saving his life. Meanwhile, Hera's like, no, let's vape them. I hate them. (laughs) They suck. (laughs) I've had friends that have died because they jump out of hyperspace and into one of these big dumb tubs. Yeah, you get get in the blaster, you know, turret and just start wasting them. Yeah, basically. yeah. She's very pragmatic. She's really <laughs> pissed about space whales. <laughs> she she is on hey. the opposite. She is not part of she's space like Ahab, Greenpeace. Man, she's yeah, like she's Ahab, space dude, Ahab dude. exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of cool. You know, Ezra uh, gets in trouble, falls off into the the mist of the uh, fuel stuff, I guess, and, and his helmet pops loose. Yeah, and he's choking to death, but space whale. Saves his life. Yep. Totally they, connects with him in like a totally it, real way, man. Uh, it, was, it was cool. I love that scene where he kind of mind melt. Oh, wait. I can't see that. No, that's a thing. That's a dumb thing. Yeah, that's, that's my, a dumb Things story. that mind melt are dumb things. Yeah. My, what, I don't even know what a mind <laughs> force melt is. Melts, he, force <laughs> melts. Yeah, he connects uh, with through the force. And that was a cool scene because his hot eyeballs turn into hyperspace yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. It, like hyperspace lanes in his eyeballs. That's one thing that Rebels does really well is the colors and yeah, just the, the lighting and colors. And I think that part, just because of the colors and lighting, just you know had a huge a impact. Cartoon. I'm just wondering with with, uh, with the, your uh, I was going to say with your mother, but yeah, with with uh, <laughs> PC with with computer lights. <laughs> okay, gotcha. gotcha. Artificially the rendered light, light effects. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Go get a the voodoo card, Mike. The artificial thing. What you said. Sorry, I was making fun. Shut up, Mike. No thing. Shut up. Ain't no Shut thing. Up. But yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. The the palette, the color palette was really striking. And very, very yeah. intentionally so you could tell. But I mean it was just it was it was everything, but it was a very visually appealing episode. Oh, I agree. The blue and the just the blue and just the uh contrasting colors is great. Yeah. And then at the end the uh I guess the whales uh can travel through hyperspace. Yeah. These space yeah. whales they find out have the ability to they like they kind of like spread eagle their tentacles and then they light up and they totally jump through hyperspace and everybody's like, what? They do yeah, travel. They live in vacuum and jump through hyperspace all by themselves. What should be really cool if ju- if uh, Ezra becomes friends with them and just rides them around the galaxy. Yeah, I agree. Hyper- I think that'd be that's awesome. the way it should be. I yeah. We've lost a lot by turning the legends into legends. There's some of, some of the lesser novels of the legends have left behind some of the kind of weirder things that star Wars has had. You know, when I first saw the space whales, I immediately thought of Beldons, which are the, you know, big gaseous creatures that live in the Tabanagas around Bespin. There's also, if you, <laughs> did you read the Lando trilogy? I don't even From remember. Way if I read the back Lando trilogy. in the oh, 80s. man, that was so there was, There's one called Lando Calrissian in the Star Cave of Thonboka. That sounds like the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever heard of ever. <laughs> and it was pretty cool. And, and he put it right in that Star Cave and he gave it the What old, you're describing, oh, yeah. these whales and crap. I mean, there was it was the exact same thing. So yeah. this must be something Filoni knows. 
maybe is, I, is familiar with. It and, was definitely similar to it. I mean, we've uh, Star Wars has had alien species who could use the force to travel instantly through space. Yeah. And stuff like that. All these kind of things that were just touched on, but never fully well, exploited. I guess, I guess even the Yuzhen Vong, really, right? Yeah. I mean, That's and so true. it's, it's kind of nice to get into, get kind of like just these little touches of, remember, there's some weird stuff out there that isn't necessarily just, right. you know, boom, bang, and slice all the time. So, yeah. The Pergil, that's what they're called. Pergil, yeah. Pergil. And they, <laughs> it's great because Sabine totally doesn't give a crap. And uh, and of course we've explained that Harrow just wants to vape them all. And there's like, oh, doing the purgle thing. Guess we're saving the purgles. <laughs> mm, stupid purgles. Ezra likes the purgles. Like yeah. like every time they said the word, it was just like, purgle, purgle, It was. I think what was really cool is just seeing Ezra. It seems like he's becoming more mature now. Yeah. Before he's kind of growing out of that annoying. Well, kid he's fifteen phase. now, so yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, like he's not he's whining. He's probably got pubes now. He's totally not whining about totally. the fact that every, like, Harris telling, saying, hey, go do this stuff that he doesn't want to do. He's not whining about it. He's just really trying to, he's focusing to try to figure out what's actually going on. So rather than whine and plead and have nothing to make his case over, he just keeps saying, well, I think this, no, okay, we'll do it your way. And then he just changes the plan. And to be honest, cool. and I appreciate that maturity growth too, because having a perpetually whiny kid would be like, Ugh. well, and I'm not, you know, it's not like he's totally refined because he's of course he, not. No, he's I, not confident in, well, he's confident in what he's doing, but he can't define what he's doing. He can't even really, he doesn't, you can tell that since he's, he's, he's grappling with the force now, he, right. he feels a higher sense of purpose now. Right. And, yeah. and, you know, even though he is still a kid and he's still, you know, wrestling with just kids stuff, yep. that sense of purpose really, you can see the growth, I guess, in him yeah. a little bit better. He's so. becoming stronger in the force. Indeed he do. He's very yes. strong in the force. He's be- yes, he is. So anyhow, I like that episode master. a lot. I think that may be one of my favorite, maybe my favorite episode this season, even though it was a complete side story. I agree. By the way, uh, <laughs> dude, what ran that mining installation? What the crap alien <laughs> species was he? Just, you know. Oh, no, man. Big old, like. Dong eyes? What <laughs> was that? Like a weird shaped quarren? What was going on? It looked with that like guy? a Gron like had relations with the quarren or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a quor gron, gron. I got nothing. <laughs> it's time for the porkers by the week uh, again. Hey, you know the dude will play Commissioner Gordon, Gary Oldman? Oh, yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, they wanted him to be the voice of General Grievous. Did you know that? (laughs) Sirius Black was going to be General Grievous? I'm very disappointed. Seriously, but no, he white. He was going to, they wanted him to be General Grievous, and he said, no, man. So instead, he came (laughs) back around, and he auditioned uh, to be uh, the part of Lord Van Secker. In the Fourth Awakens, oh, and you really? know what they said? Hell nah. They said nah, man. They said nah, nah. nah. <laughs> we got we got Max von Sydow. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's dead now. We don't need you. Do you guys remember when Gary Oldman was really just creepy, and everybody just dude? Assumed- Gary Oldman he's is still like creepy. everything. I I don't know, but I mean, he's he's a little creepy. But at the same time, he's you know, as Commissioner Gordon. He's like totally. Down yeah, to earth. As right. Sirius Black, more or less down to earth, you know, 
But he's been Count Dracula too. Uh, oh yeah, talk about with the weird butthead Dracula <laughs> yeah. with the big old white butt hair. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. forget about Zorg. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like back around like Fifth Element and just before Fifth <laughs> yes. Element. Like I think oh, Fifth man. Element was the period on the end of the sentence yes. where he went through this phase where it was just like, does he ever not have LSD papers on his tongue? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, is Gary Oldman just constantly tripping out? I love Gary Oldman. But yeah, now it's like you hear Gary Oldman, you're like, oh, hey, I wasn't interested in that property that you were talking about just now, but you said Gary Oldman, so now that I am. (laughs) It's just kind of like he brings uh, not just an air of substantiality to something. Like, it's not just making things substantial, but also like genuine interest. Like, oh, I want to watch Gary Oldman do whatever. You well, know? he missed out on his opportunity to be in Star Wars. As the voice of Grievous, yeah, he though. He should have said no. <laughs> the voice of Grievous, of all things. I Who would have cared? Nah, hey, I like I Grievous. Ah, Grievous is whatever. But honestly, <laughs> Lord Van Tegra wouldn't... When that he just a very he finite just roll as well. So. He just didn't want to cough so much. He's yeah, like, nah, nah, there's no coughing, man. Yeah. No. It actually hurts nah. my irritated throat from all the smoking <laughs> drugs. So. <laughs> Anyway, it's time for rumors. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Sweet, rumors. sweet rumors. Here we go. Sexy times. Where are you going to take us, Mike? Uh, there's not much this week, so we're going to probably in and out of this pretty quick. Wow. But, uh, you really do. make it exciting for the listeners. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, You're like, uh, yeah, we're really going to just crap this well, one Well, here's, here's the Here, thing, let me man. get a handful of feces, throw it at the I wall, get, see what sticks. I'm going to get a girlfriend like that, Mike. Well, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> here's the Being thing. I'm a little disappointed, man. Good, baby. I am a little, but we are so close. Yeah, I mean, at this point, Last year with Force Awakens, I mean, we were just drowning in rumors, and yep. and Rogue One, not so much. Nope. Um, and I don't know if that's just because all the attention that that Force Awakens is getting right now with the media and all the you know success and everything else. Well, Rogue that, One is pretty much wrapped principal photography. It has. And you think with, we would know more than we know at this point. But the thing is, I mean, they were filming while we were still frothing at the yes. mouth for Force Awakens. Yes. And it's during filming where all the crazy rumors yes. come out and the right. cell phone pictures People were you still know, talking and all about, that stuff. You know, it's all the drone laws that they've been putting There you in go. Place. I was, <laughs> was going to mention. Anti-droning. Drones Damn. and cell phone pics and stuff like that. are That's where a lot of that meat comes from. We're like, oh, someone saw someone wearing a costume somewhere. But we were all looking over here instead of over there, and over there is coming gone, man. Well, the only little tidbit I have on Rogue One this week is uh, uh, they're talking about. Uh, you remember we we saw those helmets a few weeks ago, you know, uh-huh. of, of some of the new uh-huh. stormtroopers uh-huh. that are going to be in there, and uh, we uh, got uh, got some information about one of those helmets. It's mm-hmm. the the more uh, tannish helmet that looks kind of like a, a biker scout. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess on set, these um, these troopers were called uh, sand troopers, which oh, okay. is an interesting way to to refer to them because that makes me happy. That means we can no longer refer to the stormtrooper commanders that have the orange <laughs> pauldron as sand troopers because they have never been sand troopers. I have said this. Since the dawn of Star Wars time. Now you're making Howie upset. I don't care. I have a few action figures that would disagree with you. I know. I know you do. I have them too. I have several. Well, don't don't get on this bandwagon too much because that's not their formal name. That's their set name is Sand Trooper. And it really just has to do with the the tan colored um, 
the tan coloring that they they have, like sand. Right. Sand. Sand is often. These are tan actually color. being called uh, the proper name. I'm being told uh, is scarab troopers. <laughs> what? <sighs> Referring to the Egyptian beetles. Yeah. Oh, I know what it is. How does that to. make you feel? You, okay, scarab. I don't like scarab. It. Uh, okay. Oh wait, uh, maybe it refers to the tank in Halo. Big uh, Walker. Uh, the only creature. Scarab. The Halo, only the guys. only creature that I'm okay being referred to in Star Wars by its earthly name is Falcon. For instance, I will hear nothing of rats unless preceded by Womp. Otherwise, <laughs> hamster was in uh, aftermath. What's that? They mentioned hamsters in aftermath. Yeah, I see. Uh, also, that was an irritant for me. I don't like it. I don't like. I don't like it at all. It's like no. I the I don't, rat bears. We have humans and rat, <laughs> rat bears. Okay, that was funny. That's the only reason why that was okay. When they referred to Ewoks as rat bears, was it was funny. But still, I, it skates per- perilously close to making Star Wars not so far far yeah, away. But isn't isn't the word scarab? Isn't that kind of obscure enough to be? Okay, in the Star Wars universe. I, it's it, it's 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 real close to that line. I'm not sure what side of the line I think it falls on. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you want to uh, click on the show notes for episode 77 and and check out this article. Oh, you. Um, there's also a. This is a fans rendering of. They, they this guy's basically taking the helmet and kind of done a rendering of his interpretation of what the trooper is going to look like in full garb, and he's also done that with the. Uh, uh, Black Hamilton Trooper, and I can't remember. I can't remember if they Death Trooper. It's it's the it's the the black helmet, and I can't remember if no, I don't think that it's mentioned in this article what that one is called. But Death Go- Trooper. Google defines scarab as a large dung beetle of the Eastern Mediterranean Sea. There you go. Oh, maybe they are crossing over with the X Men. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're gonna they're gonna fight apocalypse in Egypt. Hey, there's there's more Rogue One news. What what? Well, you want to you want to share about uh, Yang Wen's character? Huh? Yeah, that that hit today. I hadn't had a chance to read through it. If you've read through it, please share. Yes, uh, apparently they've learned that he is going to be a huge weapon weapons enthusiast. This right, 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 right. That's what I was hearing. Right? Uh, so, it's like the gun guy. Yeah, basically, he's going to have as many or more concealed weapons as he does overtly visible ones. Yay! <laughs> He's like the chick from Legends of Tomorrow yeah. with all the knives strapped to her. <laughs> and also, as a side White note, canary. he's a pretty yeah. big movie star in China, so that's hopefully going to pull pull in more of that market. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're actually seeing more and more of that now, too, with, with yeah. his big... And actually, just as a side note, I believe the Chinese piece of the uh, worldwide pie on Force Awakens now is up over $150 million, if I... I'm remembering right. Nice. So, wow. I mean, that's that's pretty huge for the yeah, Chinese Yeah, we're still market, at 900 so. and some, though, here in the U.S., so <laughs> just saying. Come on, yeah. U.S., get it together. Well, yeah. The, yeah, the Chinese market has far, far fewer, like, urban yeah. areas right. with the type of theater density. Even though they've got a ton of people, most of those people live... <laughs> <laughs> very nowhere very, near a theater no, or no. nowhere near a guys, theater they can guys, afford. Guys, right. that was a joke. No, Howie. <laughs> You're gonna learn. <laughs> You're gonna funny. learn. You sit there and you learn. <laughs> but yeah, I uh honestly uh, I so, I like the fact weapons. that they're drawing from all these sources. Weapons. Weapons. How do you, how do you weapons. feel about weapons? I like guns. He's gonna be like Neo in the office building. <laughs> in the in the lobby scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, pulling, open his coat and they'd be like, holy shit. Like, how many MP5s can a woodchuck chuck? <laughs> My gosh. 
He's the NRA, NRA guy for the film. The NRA? NRA guy. Is that how we say NRA? NRA I don't know. You going to push the button? NRA? You, you can get me. Are you talking want? about NRA? <laughs> yes. It's a little pop at the end that makes it stick. Yeah. Yeah. In episode eight it's news, we are no, hearing. But there's still some more Rogue One. I'm oh, okay. Back up. <laughs> Psych. What's right. going on gotcha. episode eight? <laughs> episode eight. Fan, a fan favorite returns for episode eight. Who, who could it be? Cinema Blend is reporting that uh, Mike Quinn huh? has. <laughs> <laughs> Garrick's on top of it. Mike Quinn has recently pulled out of a. Uh, uh, out of know. a comic con down in Florida, Mike Quinn, you will re- recall, is uh, yeah. the puppeteer that played one Nian Nun. Holy crud! In this picture on Cinema Blend, might as well be him signing my action that's, figure. That's him in Indianapolis, <laughs> except for the fact that the Golden Gate Bridge is in the background. <laughs> we don't the have only that in difference. Indianapolis. No, we don't. This is we do not same figure. Ah, uh, yeah. Is that guy perpetually young, by the way? He, he won't get old. <laughs> he refuses to get old. Look at him. He looks like he's like 32. And the shirt takes off another 10 years. I mean, he was like, that would make him like 10 back in the 80s. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the 80s. I don't know. The 80s are longer ago. Longer than, than that? that? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, a long time ago. Out, 26 man. years ago. Ah, you're <laughs> old, Mike. Just stop. I know. <laughs> I know. So Nia Nunn, Nia Nunn returning. Um, I guess they were again? called up for uh, yeah again. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for those, I, I guess I should back up. Nia Nunn, of course, um, the co-pilot with Lando Calrissian in Return of the Jedi, piloting the Falcon in the uh, Death Star run, and uh, also had a had a role in uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah, he did. He just kind of running around. He was just kind of comic. Yeah, he was just kind of hanging out, wasn't if he? If you're gonna pick people that like, hey, he can flew. we get the original actor to do this? He's your man because, like we said, he won't age. Why not? He's like the bad guy on Legends of Tomorrow. I'm just saying. I'm they just said saying. the same. They say the same. Same thing about uh, Vandals. He's <laughs> just gonna talk about Legends of Tomorrow. I am I'm just gonna <laughs> compare everything to Legends yeah. of Tomorrow. <laughs> That's my goal tonight. He is Vandal Savage in goofy Hawaiian shirted man form. <laughs> But they are the um the, the article also Which mentions that one turns that into fire. Also him. Oh, nice. <laughs> article also mentions that uh, he he pulled out of a con that he was supposed to be with or be a part of, and uh, because he because of filming schedule and uh, along with him and, and Peter Mayhew. So uh, episode eight underway. It's happening. It's, it's happening. They're doing it. Heck That's yeah. good to know. Days I'm glad doing it's happening. it. Hey, I'm going to ask the question. This is a hard question to ask, and no one wants to be this guy. Ready? Yeah, you're that guy. I am always that guy. When are we going to accept that Peter Mayhew's not Chewbacca anymore? Uh, He's always Chewbacca. Man, you know what? I yeah. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, we're talking about we've been talking about Vader and and, when he's uh, lying in the ground, Ford, and all that stuff. You know. Um, I mean, honestly, if if Chewbacca had a taller golden Wookiee played by a skinny British guy with a lot of snark, he'd probably be talking about how Peter Mayhew is mostly just you know there for moral support and icon you know all the stuff that was said about kenny baker yeah exactly all that all that all that shade thrown at kenny baker like it's kind of like there's another actor that plays chewbacca in the majority of what we see him in force awakens and we know he exists we've heard his name but he's not featured it's still oh peter mayhew peter mayhew peter mayhew i'm like peter mayhew he's he's a tall 
tall very, guy, very, older very tall guy. guys that are older have a hard time getting around. Yeah, their their bones and, don't like to support all that. Well, and, if you remember last year too, there was a remember there was a report that he had been hospitalized. Yeah, yeah. So his he's health is not. For a while. Yeah, his health is not. The yeah, best. yeah, it, he's it, and and it's and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with no, that. No, of but, course not. But at some point, doesn't the new guy deserve a little more? Re- like, when's the baton right. get truly passed? Right. Does someone have to die for that to happen? Yeah. That seems kind of mm-hmm. morbid. I know, kind of. Yeah, I, yeah, right. I mean, geez, just the thing I wanted. I was thinking about this the other day because Thanks, I don't Corey. have better things. You know to what? Think about. I mean, you want to give these guys. You want to pay them homage. You really do. You want to give them their credit where credits due, but. You're so right. have I a mean, torch passing thing. Have a big press conference where, where you know, where Leonard Nimoy, let me make you further depressed, gets together and passes Aww. the baton to to Zachary Quinto, who's guaranteed to not do as good a job. Like, like do those things where it's like, yes, officially this is you now, and right. you're my protege, oh, and that way you're paying respect to the person who created it. You're making it official that this is the thing that you made, and well, I'm I'll just going to try to do my best. They're going to have to do something in that regard right because i mean they've set this up that chewbacca is like ray's companion now right i mean kind he's, he's kind of going he's going on he's you sitting, know? he's sitting at the parking lot and skeleton michael just waiting for ray to wrap it that's up up right. there that's right yeah. so mm, i don't yeah it seems seems like it and you're right and that's a good point and yeah i mean and, well i mean just go back to kenny baker i mean Saying that he was R2 in The Force Awakens is disingenuous. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't, we saw, we saw R2 for all of like 30 seconds in right. the film. And he was <laughs> remote control. <laughs> He's remote control. So there's nobody say, inside of him. I mean, I mean, what did they do to call him? I mean, with Ken, I mean, did they pull Kenny out of his wheelchair and pop him in? The, Inside R2 for why is he in a no, wheelchair? He can't go inside of him. He's not hollow anymore. <sighs> my big then, what's I, the point? I don't. That's then. That's my question. It's like you never. As I'm, much as Anthony Daniels is a dick. <laughs> Anthony, yeah, wow. As much he's as he's got a point. Anthony Daniels is a dick, but he's a dick with a point. <laughs> and um, it's a uh, He's a diving toy. To our last uh, Anthony episode. Daniels is a diving toy. Yes, but the but I guess and I don't want to. I'm not trying to take anything away from these people. They they helped they helped or if not you know led in creating some of these iconic characters yes but i don't feel like we have to fake it right. to make that special it's already special why well, i, I well, feel like we're watering t- things down i'll tell you what see here's and here's where i guess i'm really not understanding it because we're hearing rumors that vader is going to be prominently um portrayed in rogue one there's no news about David Prowse putting the suit back on. No, because it's common knowledge almost. It's common knowledge amongst the nerd elite, right? Right. That David Prowse was always kind of derpy when it came to expectations for how he played that character. Right. Well, and how, he, yeah. And how he didn't hardly play him in Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Especially during the dueling <laughs> scenes. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of, it's. It's like that's all well and good, but it's like, are we still trying to hide this? Is is Hollywood yeah. still so up its own butt that it can't admit the truth? Which guess what? People are fine with the truth. Don't don't do all of this like People all this get back old. slapping and hand <laughs> clapping and say, yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. Everything's wonderful. You did great. I wasn't even there. No, you did a fantastic job. No, honestly, I was running a Yeah, but you know what? You know what? Realistically, when this happens, okay, when when Disney puts puts the foot down and says, you know what, Peter, you know, we just, we can't use you. 
you yeah. know it's just you know we we love you we love what you've you've done for the for the franchise but we can't use you and what, as soon as that news hits out I mean, Disney's going to be attacked relentlessly oh, yeah. by the media. Hey, yeah, why he should get a paycheck for this? Hey, you're stealing money out of their mouths and blah yep. blah blah. I I get that. I really do. And I that's I got less concerned about saying, "Hey, Pete, thanks for the good times, but there's the door." I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about this new guy's really getting the sure. shaft, right? That that's true. And yep. with the lack of exposure, yes. and that's my concern is that really, really, and truly, I'm just a tail end generation Xer that's really sick of all the uh, baby boomers that won't retire. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> that's all I'm driving he at. Was, he was I on think a, we can all agree on that. Point. Yeah, <laughs> he was on a J.J. Abrams film, so he'll just get called back to his next movie. That's true. They'll just be in all the rest. He's fed so. for life. <laughs> they just keep dragging everybody along with him. It's like a big dragnet behind him. So. Well, speaking of episode eight, there are uh, more Obi Wan rumors. <gasps> um, I think last cast or a couple casts ago, we talked. Uh, uh, our Ewan McGregor was on uh, oh one of the late night talk shows. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel and was was chatting about um, you know the situation where JJ called him up and they brought him in and he recorded a line and and all that good stuff. Well, those rumors are continuing with episode eight. Um, we're hearing now that. Uh, Ewan McGregor is in talks to appear in episode eight. So here's my question immediately. Obviously, if if anything, if, if he's not a flashback, he's a force ghost, right? Has to be, right? Mm-hmm. Or or a holographic like, how you, recording. How do you do that? It though? could be a holographic recording. Okay. All right. Yeah. But if he's a force ghost, do you Low CG walking. Alec Guinness and then just have him go? Actually. And then just becomes younger and goes, ah, much better, dusts himself off. Right. <laughs> right. You know How do you mean? do that? Because we've established that hey, Vader that, did it. Yeah. Well, when Obi Wan yeah. appears in ghost form, he's old Obi Wan. Right. Ah, maybe, and- maybe when you are one with the forest, you Benjamin Button. Oh. And you oh. age in reverse. <laughs> just I Anakin was so good at it that he like skipped a bunch of years. Or maybe Disney will re- release uh, Jedi with uh, you know Ewan McGregor at the end. <laughs> yeah, Disney's going to GL it. They're going to totally Lucas it. He was always there. What Everybody loved about? it when George what? did it, right, what? Kathleen? He was like seven when this uh, came out. No. <laughs> you get to choose what which age you are when you're a Force ghost. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. kind of yeah. like to choose it. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the Force. You do whatever you want yeah you yeah. look how you want to look you dress how you want to look i've seen what dreams may come i know what's going on <laughs> but uh, that that to me would be like the funniest possible thing is if it appears and she's like and she's like i don't know who you are and then she's oh obi-wan doesn't look like that he looks like this and holds up a hollow bed and he goes oh yeah you're right Bloop, there now i look like that well, well see, okay. i think i think she's going to touch something that's going to have some more yes. flashbacks yes. in the past, and then that's how he'll be in. Or even if she doesn't touch that's something, likely. I mean, seems very likely. Well, I mean, let's go back to the Harrison Ford rumors. We're hearing that Harrison Ford may be appearing in episode eight. Um, so if we're hearing Harrison Ford and Ewan McGregor, you know, and by the way, there's there's these continued rumors that Ray is related to Obi Wan, right? But so, no, I, Harrison Ford's also going to be a Force Ghost. Yeah, Force Ghost. He's, he's gonna, he yeah. fell into a pit. <laughs> he's gonna be, he did. He, he, so he's he gonna be a Sith Force Ghost. Into yeah. a pit, Sith Force Ghost. So he's gonna be red. No, he's gonna be a, like a spook or a specter or something like. He's that. He's gonna be Not really pissed off about it. <laughs> he's gonna be like, like, I didn't, guys. I didn't sign up for it. He's gonna be a poltergeist of some sort. He's gonna haunt the Falcon. I never use the Force. This is this is a bunch of bull crap. What do I have to do? The hollow the hollow chest table is gonna turn on and off by itself. There you go. It's Han again. Oh, there's Han. Well, now we know the kids across the floor again. Now we know actually why the Falcons all 
you know, having issues all the time. That's right. It's possessed. That's right. Yeah. Yep. It's a it's a it's a solo guys. Ghost in the machine, man. Ghost in the machine. So on this subject of, of Ray parentage, okay. Um, there are new rumors that have hit the web this week. Oh and, man, uh, these How many are rumors these are, are very interesting. This one may spark a little bit more discussion. So let's dig into this one. Mm. Um, there are rumors this week about Luke Skywalker. Okay, well let's let's just back up for a second. Ever ever since the end of the Force Awakens, when we see Ray and Luke, you know, meeting on the mountain, blah blah blah. Okay, everybody's talking about you know um, Ray's parentage, and the rumors, of course, are persisting that Luke is. Ray's father. Okay, which would I don't see it <laughs> unless there's some kind of <laughs> unless there's some kind of weird virgin birth without a mother. I don't I don't know how that would happen. It's happened before uh, without a mother. Without a mother I, though, that means yeah, the baby comes know. out yeah. the wee wee. <laughs> <laughs> pooped her mouth. Clone. Um, unless to that unless catheter, that's kid. happening, there has pooped to be a mom, baby. right? So so Luke's had to have hooked up with if. He's really Ray's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he had he to have hooked up with someone at some point. Okay. So here's the rumor this well, week. Well, yes and no. Clone. Clone. Yes and no. He could have oh, gone clone? to a fertility clinic. She, she's a clone of Luke? <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> she's a test tube baby. Oh. You know, she went. he went and deposited his seed, if you will. They don't have test tubes Into in the baby Wars. jar, the baby food jar. No. And he put it in his armpit and drove to the hospital. They don't do science in Star Wars, so oh, they don't right. have test tubes. Yeah, that's true. They don't or have petri dishes. Oh, what about the clones and that attack of the clones? They look like they're in the Maybe. That's not science. Maybe oh, when he was in the back of the tank, it was actually like a couple of weeks that he was in there. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, a little something something happened. And the I'm not going to go into this. <laughs> I was going to say, what? When they popped in a girl into the tank after he was done? Yeah. Kind of where I was alluding. <laughs> You know, okay. <laughs> all right. There was some collection okay. around the drain. So let's assume. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> she sat down in the wrong spot at the wrong time. Oh, <laughs> you can't get that saddle off first. <laughs> and just kept sliding. I can't oh, believe. No, no. Jeez. <laughs> what, ha- what happened? Okay, back up. What have I wrought? <laughs> okay. So let's assume that, that Luke hooked up, okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> The rumors this week uh-huh. are persisting that uh, um, that. Well, I'm just gonna say it. Okay, <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> get away from this as fast as just possible. Beat around the bush. No, yeah. get right. it. <laughs> look, look. Disney's on this big trip right now, right, to uh, bring continuity between all their new their new canon, right? Okay, so there's this this uh, rumor that's popped up this week that the Felicity Jones character from Rogue One. Is actually going to be Ray's mom. Oh, oh. Mara Jade in Rogue One confirmed. And that, Perfect. Uh, yeah, Mara Jade. If her name is Mara Jade in Rogue yep. One, it'll be Ben. But uh, at ben some Jade. at some point, Luke bent over Mara ben Jade. Jones, and and Ray popped out. Wait, he bent over her, or he bent her over? <laughs> he how do you know? Over. How do you know the details, Mike? I don't know where babies come from, so don't I'm just assuming. Me. Don't confuse. That's me. how it happens. She drank the water. Was he in ten- my mind? Was I he, guess was he tender? At least, <laughs> <laughs> did they cuddle afterwards? Was the, who was the big spoon well, and sure. who was the little spoon? <laughs> the force. The force oh, brought them both the together. Force yeah, the spoon right. Actually, they they right. Oh. That's right. They forked. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Forking good. Uh-huh. Forking, scissoring. 
No, no, <laughs> okay. no. Stop this. Stop this. Stop this madness. No, oh, this is great. I uh, okay. So let's let's back up. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you guys think about this? Let's let's assume that this is true for a moment. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about the cross pollination between the films and all that stuff? Oh, now so we're gonna get into the birds and the bees. I know. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. Well. Okay. Like my theory it. is that as uh, rumoratic theories are that this, if this were true. It would not be that surprising to me that the movie continuity will take precedence over any other continuity, whether it be drawing in from the legends or continuity alignment with the television series or anything like that. Movie to movie speaks a lot harder to people who write movies because people who write movies don't tend to give a flying crap about TV shows. I don't care if you're Marvel. I don't care if you're DC. I don't care if you're Star Wars. The people who write the TV shows. What about Disney? Or the people who write the movies don't give a crap about the people who write the TV shows. They, those ideas. Well, those aren't my ideas. Oh, yeah, but we have this other movie. <sighs> okay. Well, yeah, that's cinema. So I, I, I guess I guess so. Like, I feel like there's a chip on their shoulders about cross continuity with television. You know, well, Marvel's pretty good about it. Uh, but Marvel is the but lots of people have come out just in the last couple of months and said these Netflix series even though they exist in incongruous, you know, incongruence in Congress. with in Congress, thank you. <laughs> yes. With well, you're the, forgetting uh, about Agents of Shield and uh, the one with the girl, Agent yeah, Carter. But even then, they the seem to be sp- the one with the girl. <laughs> Spoken by Hasbro incarnate over there. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Hasbro. But even those, even even with Agents of Shield, they are skewing away. From the fact that the in the films they're not looking to bring those characters and weave them back into the movies. In the films, they've never said that uh, that what's his nuts the uh, the dude what's the head of the shield unit people guys the guy what died in Avengers Nick Fury? no not Nick Fury come on Nick Fury. Fury. the guy the guy that died in the Avengers Colson? Colson. Shield Coulson Coulson Agent Coulson no there's been no acknowledgement in the movies that he's alive yet he's been alive for a while now. Yet. No acknowledgement that he's alive. And so they're kind of letting it split off. And that's Marvel, the kings of continuity. Okay? This is a different thing. I, I think in Star Wars, I don't think you're going to see that many nods to TV shows. And I, I hope I I'm wrong. Agree. No, I tend to agree with you. I, I hope I'm wrong. I, well, I've, I've been saying this for a while. I know you guys are going, oh, you know, I hope I see such and such in the film, blah, yeah. blah, blah, and this and that. Even after we have Ben Solo, yeah. which I keep pointing to. No, we just I, have I don't Ben. Think, <sighs> It's Ben Solo, man. Ben! They never said Solo. Uh, it is Ben Solo. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, You've been Solo. <laughs> Doesn't Ben mean son of in some language? Yeah, I suppose he does. So maybe his name is Jason Ben Solo. Yeah, I was thinking the same kind of thing. <laughs> uh, that could be, I suppose. Um, yes. And I completely lost my train of thought. So. That's all right. Yeah. But you, the Mission whole, accomplished. The whole point was that uh, that they're not likely to nod to anything other yeah, than the right, movies. Yeah, right, right, exactly. I don't think that these filmmakers, just like you're saying, I'm just reiterating what you're saying, yeah. I don't think they give a flying hoot about books, comics, and TV things. shows, anything. Right. I think it's all about, you know, I think the only people that do are people like Filoni and, and you know, maybe this group, this supposed panel of people that are, you know, taking care of continuity. But, you know, I think they've given the filmmakers all the, the free reign that they want, and uh, I think they're going to let them go for the most part. I mean, unless they they really tread on something hardcore. Yeah, you know, I think there's just a stigma. I don't feel like they feel beholden to those things, even though 
you know, there is a group of a group of people at uh, Lucasfilm who their job is continuity. I don't think their job, although they are the keepers of continuity, I don't know that they're really the drivers. Maybe no, the coaches, they're not the drivers. I'll the tell coaches you and the sources, but I not th- the drivers. I think there's a hierarchy of what they pay attention to, and I think yeah. that they're a lot harder on people that are doing the comics and the the TV shows than they are the films. I think they're trying to give the filmmakers a lot of leeway to do a lot of different things. Yeah. And I'm not sure I necessarily like that, but it is what it is. Yeah. So. Indeed you do. My heavens to Betsy. Anybody else have any new cockamamie theories about Ray's uh, lineage? Um, um, the, the two prevailing are that she is either Luke's daughter or um, Obi-Wan's granddaughter is kind of one that's been popping up lately too. I just, whew. That one which, would, which might be, I, I mean, which like people that. are pointing to, you know, his involvement with episode eight. I don't, uh, I don't like characters. the Obi-Wan granddaughter I don't either. thing I, at I don't, all. Well, I mean, that, um, that points to Obi-Wan being a parent at some point, right? If he's a grand, well, granddad. and Obi-Wan, even though Obi-Wan had a few moments of, you know, of, of emotion and stuff like that in the Clone Wars series. Yes. Obi-Wan was the straight laced Jedi. He did have a lot Jedi. of interest. I mean, and that's he did, the point But too. he was the straight laced Jedi. He didn't yes. question the Jedi nope. uh, order or the Jedi tenets. Right. It was it was Anakin that would always pester him and bug him and say, well, "What about this? What about that?" And everyone's like, "Der, what now?" Yeah, you right. know he but, was. But you're forgetting all that time he was on Tatooine by himself. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it, I mean, <laughs> just lonely real, out like, there. In, in the comics, he has no qualms with just murdering sand people yeah, at yeah. all. Yeah. He's well, basically like, "Well, I'm I'm not a Jedi anymore." Yeah, no, Ta- but he was time no, to get laid. Was, <laughs> time to get laid <laughs> with the sand people. I mean, he was protecting the Jawas. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, it, wasn't just like, so. it wasn't like Annie pulling an Annie and just going out and, hey, you know what? I'm on Tatooine. I'm just going to go kill some some bitches. I'm just, I'm just saying. Maybe uh, <laughs> he's going down a dark path. Maybe she's a descendant of Quinlan. Quinlan Voss. Well, yeah. Maybe. Could yeah. be. I don't see why not. She doesn't have any dreadlocks. Yes. I think if you're going to be, a, that's true. Maybe if she didn't wash for a while, she would get dreads. I think that's the key. That's how you do it, right? You just don't wash your hair. Is it, well, I mean, the, <laughs> well, the the book Dark Disciple didn't really portray him with. Well, on then the- fie on Dark Disciple. That's one of his defining moments. Guys, isn't isn't the whole Ray is Luke's daughter thing? Isn't that too easy though? But yeah, that's why it's going to work. It, yeah, it's kind of like it's so easy that it seems like it's a. a to me, it feels like something we already know, and anything else would just be an intentional curve. Well, well, that was one of the earliest rumors when we first started this podcast was that Luke was going to have a daughter. Yeah. Well, and I think we're just really talking about other things just to have yeah. to fill time to I talk think, about yeah. stuff. No, yeah. no, no. Because <laughs> it's pretty much going to be Luke's daughter. I, 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 don't, I don't think that's fair at all. I, but yeah, I, I don't think you're fair. That's uh, fine. Burn. I, uh, I, I don't. I, it's worth talking about because a lot of people are talking about it. It's going to be Luke's daughter really? because yeah, it, because nobody wants to think about it. Anything else is too complicated. No, they don't. I think everybody's expecting that now. Well, I that's think, fine. I think there's that's a fine for a movie. You don't want to so, go in. I don't think Hollywood's smart enough to figure anything else out. I'll, see, I'll I, give you that. I'll give you that, Howie. I, I don't think that. that might I don't be, think, that's a good point. I don't think they could come up with anything that would. Rest how do you? Well how do you have everybody. the? How do you have the? The just the the sheer shock of you know I am your father. You know, nowadays, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe yeah, you're you maybe can. you're right. Yeah. Well, anyhow, wait, 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 wait. Do you oh. think Luke will say, "Ray, I am your father"? 
<laughs> no, I, think, I hope not. I think he'll look Come at on. her and he'll go. You he'll know go, they will do that. She'll say, "I was waiting Your for." Your father am I? She was. She was, She'll say, "I was waiting for my parents, my mother and father on Jakku," and I look at her in a point and I'll go, "No, I'm your dad. <laughs> I'm your daddy. You're my daughter. I'm Papa. Remember Papa? I'm Papa. <laughs> It'll be like that. He'll pat himself on the chest and she'll punch uh, him Papa, in the face. I'm, I'm Papa. <laughs> she'll staff. Him I mean, right the one the thing that nobody's He'll talking about off. here is that used Ray to call me Pop Pop. <laughs> the, one, the one thing that nobody's talking about here is that Ray could just be somebody else's kid entirely. That's yeah, true. Like Han Solo. <laughs> she could be a Jedi street rat. Oh! oh, oh I wonder if she was the, the result of a virgin birth, though. I, yeah. I've been watching way too much Aladdin lately. Probably. You can Probably. Never watch too much Aladdin. Yeah. That's true. Whole new world. Diamond mm. in the rough. Yeah. The Cave of Wonders. I got mm. nothing. Yeah. Uh, anyhow why don't we wrap this one up yep, then ladies it. and gentlemen please follow us on twitter at fly casual 1138 where mr uh is keeping everyone us and you up to date with the absolute latest and greatest news ruse r- news ruse hit the Ruse-ruse. button hit the button if you don't love the news ruse you don't you don't love that's the way it is News, reviews, rumors, toys, every possible thing. You definitely want to be a part of that. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash fly casual podcast. Take part in the conversation. And uh, and and we uh, we really, really invite you to do that because we got a great community and we want you to be a part. Also, won't you run out to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get the podcast and give us a nice little review. We'd really appreciate that, too, because it helps us reach new listeners. And, of course, you also, if you really, really love us, and some of you are weird enough to, I suppose. You want to run out to Star Wars W dot Niner H T I knew you were gonna say this. Colin W dot Star Wars Star Wars thing. Star Wars voting. Star Wars underscore New Hampshire primaries dot it is Star Wars Podcast Awards. Star Wars Podcast Awards dot com. Yes. And nominate uh Fly Casual, your friendly neighborhood spider podcast. Uh I mean Star Wars Podcast to uh to to the various categories. I think you need to nominate apply. us for every category. Every category. Best yeah. girl podcast. Uh, That's us. Yeah. We talk about girls all the time and yeah, not we do. even a little bit misogynistically. Mm. Not, mm-hmm. not at nope. all. No, at least we're self-aware, right? I guess that counts <laughs> for something. In the meantime, I'm Corey over there's Mike. Oh man, back there's that Howie hey. guy. Was that Howie? Oh hey, it sounded like Garrick. Creeping me out. <laughs> Through his voice, it sounded like he came from my headphones. Oh wait, it all sounds like it comes from my headphones. And of course, down there, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Aladdin. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, Aladdin's pretty great. Oh. Never had a friend like me. Don't you dare close your eyes, Gary. Hey, you, Mister Aladdin, sir. <laughs> God, what? What your pleasure be? Yeah, you're just gonna do the whole song. No, that's all I know. That's the. That's all you know. A little bit of column A. Prince little bit of column B. And something is he? Oh, uh, jelly. Is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.